Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law, only at KNews 98.5. I'm lawyer Stu Jenkins. Memorial Day is right around the corner on May 29th. It is a solemn holiday honoring all those who died protecting the freedoms that empower us to speak our minds in public policy debates, worship as our consciences dictate, and elect those who will take the reins of our democratic republic. I am so pleased to sit down today with Bart Topham. Mr. Topham has been a fixture of public service in San Luis Obispo, serving as police chief at Cuesta College and as a captain in the San Luis Obispo Police Department for many years. In retirement, Bart now serves as president of the San Luis County Veterans Museum and is the chaplain of American Legion Post 66. Welcome to the show, Bart. Thank you, Stu. I'm glad to be here. Uh, we're glad to have you. And uh, Before going into law enforcement, uh, you served your country in the services, didn't you? Yes, I was uh, an NCO in the Army and served uh, a tour as a uh, recon team leader in Vietnam. And uh, we're glad you made it back alive. Yes, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> Recon team leader, that means you were, out, uh, you were out figuring out where the enemy was and you were in the most dangerous positions of anybody. Yeah, I led a five-man team that uh, basically went to areas that they were planning to go to next and our job was to find out where the bad guys were and uh, bunker complexes and various things like that. Sure, sure, okay. Well, um, what was your rank? I was a sergeant. Sergeant. E5. Okay. Which is the most important rank in the entire uh, military for most things. The, well, those uh, are the guys who make the decisions out in the field. I like to think so. My, uh, my youngest son is a sergeant in the Army now. Well, good for you. <laughs> good for him. And uh, were you stationed or deployed anywhere besides Vietnam? Uh, I was a, uh, uh, a training sergeant. Uh, at uh, Fort Ord okay. before I went to Vietnam. Okay. I also uh, went to the NCO Academy at Fort Benning. So I was around a few places before okay. that. And are you from California originally? or? Yeah, I was born and raised in Southern California. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And uh, uh, my dad graduated from Cal Poly. So I grew up coming up here. And the moment I got out of the military, I... Rushed up here. Okay. Never left. Well, I, I, you know, it does have its attractions, doesn't it? <laughs> it does indeed. <laughs> well, I wanted to have you on the show today to talk about the events and offerings being provided by the County Veterans Museum and American Legion Post 66 all year long. But I also wanted our listeners to be able to plan to attend the very, very moving Memorial Day observances that are held by Post 66 at the Slow Veterans Hall grounds in just two weeks. That's right, coming um, up soon. That's May 29th, that's a Monday, folks. And it is a important holiday. Um, but unlike a lot of other holidays, it's not one that where you really go out and celebrate. You remember the people who have protected us through the decades. Um, 
But let's talk about the museum a little bit first. Uh, can you tell us what has been going on at the Veterans Museum since the COVID restrictions finally lifted? Yeah, we were closed for a year and a half. Well, first of all, you should know that uh, the, the Legion Post 66 and the museum often partner on events because yeah. uh, we're, close, we, we're in close proximity and uh, members of both organizations belong to both organizations. So there's a lot of well, sure. cross-referencing, so to speak. Well, I, you know, and, the members of Post 66 are veterans, and uh, it, you, you accept veterans from all the services, right? At Post oh, yes. Actually, we accept veterans and non-veterans, depending on oh. what you're applying for at the museum. We, we always need more volunteers. Uh, we have probably 22 people now, and, and full strength, we'd have about 32. Wow. Okay. And uh, the, the museum is in uh, the ground floor of the uh, Veterans Memorial Hall that's located on the corner of Grand and, I guess, Mill Street. Well, technically Mill, but uh, yeah. most people think of it as Grand and Monterey just it's, because of the mill right there is kind of a, well, and you a can, short you, street. You can see the cannon in the tank from Monterey Street. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> We're the museum with a tank. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, we uh, folks, I, I, I've been here in San Luis Obispo a little longer than even Bart, I think. Um, and uh, we used to climb on the cannon. And some of my buddies uh, you know, were examining it and realized that, well, it, it actually was still workable. And, of course, when we started talking about that, it got dis disabled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a few things have changed. A few things have changed. But we've been there for 21 years now. Have you? Uh, almost 22. All right. All right. And where do, where do you get the funding for the museum? It's all volunteer, and funding comes from donations from individuals, corporations, perhaps grants from uh, government organizations or mm -hmm. other groups that we apply to. And so. how big a collection have you got? How, how far back in history does it go at this point? Well, well, our collections right now, uh, we exhibit from uh, World War I to uh, Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. However, we've got stuff from even further back that uh, we don't exhibit because we don't have enough room. So sure. we had to make choices. But we're always changing exhibits and uh, trying new things. Um, are there... Uh, so... so even if you haven't been in the military, you can actually join the museum and uh, volunteer and participate. Yeah, I, at the moment, I'd say probably over a third of our volunteers are not uh, veterans. But there are people that appreciate veterans, have had veterans in their family, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Or maybe they're just history buffs and, sure. and love participating in this kind of work. Now, Bart, if somebody wanted to uh, apply to volunteer, how would they go about doing that? Oh, it's easy. Just go to our website, vetmuseum.org. And th there's uh, a link on uh, the website that allows you to fill out a form to apply for uh, a volunteer position and send that right to us. And then we'll get in contact with you very, very quickly. Very quickly. Almost as quick as Bart got over here. Yeah. Well, I had to follow a police car part way, so I had to be very, uh, very careful. Very, very careful. <laughs> Being a captain uh, doesn't give you any any uh, squish now, does no it? Slack. No, no slack. No slack. Okay. 
Um, now, what are the hours of the museum? The museum is open from uh, 10 to 3, Wednesday through Saturday. Okay. And uh, are there events that the museum is sponsoring oh, coming yes. up? We always do an open house event on Memorial Day and on Veterans Day. But we also do special events. Uh, Night at the museum events, we, uh, we bring in on a regular basis uh, speakers uh, on particular topics. Uh, and uh, we not only have a live audience for those, but we record those and often put them on our social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Okay. And uh, are there any upcoming events uh, uh, bes besides the Memorial Day services that are coming up? Well, we'll have another uh, historical speaker probably in, uh, in June, the end of June. And uh, we'll send out information on that, uh, usually through our social media. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes we, we do more broad, broader advertising for the guest speakers, but... Usually we just do through our social media. You've got a guest speaker that's kind of important coming in um, at, for Post 66 uh, and the partnering you have all done on the Memorial Day services. Yes, Vice Admiral William Bowes will be speaking uh, as our guest speaker on Memorial Day. And uh, he's a very impressive and accomplished man. And we're very thrilled to have him come join us on Memorial Day. He'll be talking about the importance of Memorial Day. That, that's good. And, um, you know, folks, you've probably seen William Bowes on television. He's uh, uh, pretty famous. Uh, he was the uh, Navy Vice Admiral serving for 33 years um, in many operations. And uh, he's, he was a naval aviator. So yes. he he wasn't on the water. He was uh, in the air over the water. No, hey, he, was, the he was a fighter pilot. Yeah. He was uh, yeah. uh, uh, one of the top officials in the Pentagon. He, he, just a whole bunch of things. And, uh, Admiral Bose had 350 combat missions in Vietnam um, and over 5,000 hours in more than 50 different U.S. and foreign military aircraft. See, I looked him up on the web. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot on there. There's a lot on there. And, uh, you know, I, I, that's amazing that we have personnel in our military who go and fly foreign planes, for instance, or learn how to uh, operate foreign vessels. And so I, uh, I think about that as we think about uh, our brothers and sisters in Ukraine who are going through the hell of war right now. Uh, and people like uh, Admiral Bose uh, in his earlier days was uh, able to train others because of that mm -hmm. wide range of training and experience that he had. Wow. Well, post-66, for folks who don't know about the American Legion, uh, and uh, I imagine any, any veteran can join the American Legion post-66. Absolutely. Um, it's actually tucked in behind the Veterans Hall. Uh, it's a very small uh, building. Uh, you might not even notice it at the <laughs> at the end of the uh, the driveway there in the parking area. Uh, but uh, whenever you go by there, uh, 
there are people in there who are supporting each other, making sure that uh, they know that they have friends and that if they need anything, that uh, they have people they can turn to. Yeah, exactly. We not only do try to do a lot to help veterans in need, but uh, we give, uh, I think, about, uh, let's see, nine, 10 or 12 uh, 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 grants every year to students in the community. Uh, we uh, try to give uh, various support and, and funds to the various groups in the community every year, and that's what all our fundraisers go to, mm -hmm. is that kind, those kinds of activities. And folks, we're speaking with Bart Topham, who is the president of the San Luis Obispo County Veterans Museum, and he is uh, currently the chaplain at Post 66 of the American Legion. Uh, you've, you've been in practically every office of the Post, haven't you? I think you were a commander one year. Yes, yeah. You, you, I had to go through all the different chairs, we called them, and <laughs> uh, positions. Now, when was Post 66 formed? Post 66 was formed over 100 years ago. It was one of the earliest posts that, that was uh, chartered. And uh, so when the American when, Legion came into being in 1919, and our post opened and was chartered in 1919. So it was the 66th post in America? Uh, well, you know, I don't know about that because uh, the way posts are numbered um, has partially to do with the state oh, that okay. they're in. And okay. So there's other issues right. uh, involved in that, I think. Um, quite frankly, I don't remember exactly how they're doing that now. But, <laughs> but we've been there a long time, and the post has been in its current location since... I think it was 1950 or 51. If, if somebody wanted to join, if there's a veteran out there listening today and they wanted to join American Legion Post 66, how would they do that? Come by the post. Uh, anytime that the adjutant is there, which her hours vary, or come by uh, from 5 to 7 on any Monday night social. We'd be glad to have you as a guest, tell you about the post, what we do, and give you an application. And probably even buy you a drink. Might do that, if too. If you drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you want, we've got uh, all kinds. Now, are spouses and children of veterans uh, eligible to join, or is it yes. just veterans? We actually have um, several, we'll call them family subgroups. Okay. Um, the, uh, the spouses have a group. Uh, Sons of the American Legion is another group, and they're all part of the Legion family. We have Legion riders. Uh, those are, are Legion members that enjoy going for motorcycle rides, and they do a lot of uh, benefit kinds of activities. We just had a, a group of over 50 that came through, and we fed them, and they were on a benefit ride. Well, wonderful. Well, the, the uh, folks were speaking with Bart Topham, who is uh, the chaplain of uh, American Legion Post 66. Um, when we, uh, every time I attend the memorial services that the Post puts on, there's a history of how long uh, the Post has been providing Memorial Day observances here in San Luis Obispo. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about that? Well, a little bit. It's 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 really goes way back because we took over from the an organization 
called the Grand Army of the Republic. That which, was a Civil War veterans, wasn't it? That was Civil War veterans. And uh, as, as they um, passed on, mm -hmm. uh, it, it was eventually uh, a program that was passed on to the Legion who took over. And uh, our post has been carrying on that ceremony almost since the beginning. Every Memorial Day, the same ceremony, and it's intended to honor and memorialize in a very special way all of those that have given their all for our country. Commander uh, Frank Rowan was commander of uh, Post 66 uh, for several years, and uh, uh, I remember him observing that there had been a visitor to the ceremonies who had come from Arlington Cemetery. And uh, they said that the uh, American Legion Post 66 Memorial Day observances were the uh, best organized and closest to uh, what was done at Arlington that he'd ever seen. So it's, it's actually a mo very moving ceremony, folks. I, I uh, want to encourage everybody, if they can, on Monday the 29th to come to the San Luis Obispo um, Veterans Hall and uh, the ceremony will be out back by the American Legion Post. Yes, uh, not only will we have a very moving and informational ceremony, but uh, as you've mentioned, uh, Admiral Bowes will be speaking. Uh, the Cal Poly Brass Band will be part of the day's events. Wow. Uh, we'll have a color guard and flag presentation. Uh, we'll lay a memorial wreath. And then, of course, the museum will be open with uh, a number of displays, and uh, this year the theme will be a Lost at Sea theme intended to memorialize all that uh, many of the, the seagoing and naval folks have done for us. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, the, uh, generally there's uh, some sort of uh, gathering afterwards uh, at the museum but uh, usually there's also an opportunity to uh, have food and oh, yes. eat together. The Post will be serving a tri-tip lunch that's really good, yeah. uh, barbecued ourselves, and uh, it's well known for being a good lunch. Uh, those we're going to be selling because uh, it's a little more expensive lunch to serve. We'll be pre-selling tickets for that, and you can contact either the museum or the post, to get a ticket for a lunch um, while you're enjoying the museum and the post. And uh, we'll probably have uh, some other things going on for folks there, too. So can you, uh, you buy your tickets for the luncheon uh, through the website? Um, I think you can get them through the post website, not the museum website. Okay. What's the post website? The post website, Slow Legion, uh, no, let's see. Slowlegion.org. So S-L-O-Legion.org. Exactly. Okay, okay. And uh, how, many, how many folks are you preparing for? Well, it, it does vary. Each year there seems to be a little bit more going on in the county for our special events like Memorial Day, which I'm glad to see that more people are recognizing that and encouraging uh, that kind of observance as opposed to just taking it as an, a holiday. And uh, 
So we've had anywhere from uh, 150 to 350. And it's hard to tell each year. So you want to get your tickets now. You might not be able to get in after. Yes, uh, there is a limit on the, on the number of tickets, but uh, mm-hmm. we're, pl- we're planning on a couple hundred. Well, folks, I want to take a little pause right now and tell you what's coming up next week. Slow County Public Policy and the Law will be talking with Tribune reporters John Lynch and Stephanie Zappelli about the challenges of local journalism. And uh, we're also going to hear from Oceano Community Services uh, District Board member Linda Austin, who I'm sure will have some different perspectives from uh, Charles Varney, who we had the pleasure of chatting with in the last hour. Uh, But today, right now, we're having a very good discussion with Bart Topham, who is the chaplain for the American Legion Post 66 right here in San Luis Obispo. And we want to encourage all of you to Uh, Join in the Memorial Day services and observances on March 29th at the uh, San Luis Obispo Veterans Hall. If you can't make it to the San Luis Obispo Veterans Hall, be sure and go to one of the uh, observances that will be happening in Paso Robles, Atascadero, uh, Los Osos, uh, Arroyo Grande, and other locations around the county. Are you uh, are you looking at any other uh, things for the Veterans Museum, Bart, that uh, you'd like to expand? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, as one of the, the last absolutely free museums, uh, one that depends entirely on, on the public support, uh, it moves a little slower than I'd like sometimes. But, uh, for example, we just, uh, through a program with the Navy, obtained a artifact of the USS Arizona. We have a piece of the USS Arizona superstructure. Uh, That's something that no other museum anywhere near us uh, and perhaps anywhere in California has. And we've added that to our display collection. And and I think it'd be appropriate for some of our listeners to remind folks what the USS Arizona was. Of course, that was the battleship that was sunk uh, with a great loss of life at the attack on Pearl Harbor on December 7th, 1941. Folks, you're listening to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We're going to take a break for news and a few ads. Stay tuned. 